Welcome to the Work in Progress podcast, where we keep our whip in check. And now, here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Coaching Studio. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. This is actually podcast number 45 of the Strive Coaching Studio podcast. And it is actually the first of the renamed Strive Coaching Studio podcast called The Work in Progress. I love making this switch because I think this is what I've been doing all along. It just wasn't named correctly. And now that we are in the throes of really becoming aware of who we are, where we're going, what we're doing, the Work in Progress podcast just makes perfect sense now because we're all a work in progress all the time. In essence, what that means is we're investing in the costs of building ourselves as the asset of our lives for the return and the revenue or the payoff that we know will come in the future because of it. So we're investing in ourselves, in our lives for what we want to gain. And that in essence is what a work in progress is. Analyzing how we're doing is the same as analyzing our work in progress reports to see and watch the overall health of how we're doing and where we're going and the overall state of things. So that's kind of how I want to look at all of the different pieces and all of the things we're doing right now toward building that asset, toward building the payoff, the future payoff. So what I want to work on and talk about today is one of the most important pieces of a work in progress, and that is really having a plan. And what I like to call it creating the blueprint of the life that we're trying to create. And having a plan, as we know with building a home, it allows us to create what we want, what we intended to create. Even if we are aimlessly floating around and, you know, just kind of not really making a decision in our mind, not really having a plan in our mind, we are making a decision. We are creating a plan. We are creating what we want which is, you know, whatever comes as a result of the aimless floating and wandering. There's nothing wrong with that. The difference is, let's make a plan for that. Why do we want to do that? Why are we creating this? Why are we putting these pieces in place or choosing not to? Because we have an opportunity to create a larger plan, a larger blueprint for what we're trying to build and where we're trying to go. And that is what I'm so excited about talking about because we many times are just doing this floating around, are just slapping things up here and there as it comes to us or as we get new ideas, and we aren't ultimately able to see the big picture of realizing what we're creating and what we really want to create with intention. And so one of the first things that I like to talk about with our blueprint and our plan is talking about the concept of time and the concept of managing our time. That is, to me, one of the most important foundational pieces of having our blueprint of our lives and creating that that plan and helping that plan come to life. So time and managing our time, to me, is investing in the one thing that will limit us or allow us to get where we want to go. So I love to talk about time, and that is what I want to talk about today. Because if there's one thing that we all have in common, it's that we're all aware of time and the managing of it that is required of us. 
And we can so easily fall into the common trap of saying that we're so busy, that we don't have enough of it, that it passes too fast and the time just gets away from us or escapes us. We really walk around with the idea that we just don't have any control of it. We don't know where it goes and that we are at the effect of it in every way, every day. Yet in actuality, what we are doing is telling ourselves a lie about time because none of that is true at all, which is why this is yet another topic that we are all a constant work in progress over. Because listen, our priorities are ever changing. And what we want to choose to do in life is always going to continue to be different. It'll always be that way. I like to call it the seasons of our lives. You know, we're in a season right now where this is what's happening and this is what we're doing. But when this season is over, we'll be in a new season, which is why it's something that we'll always need to be aware of. And more importantly, be really honest about it with ourselves if we really want to see success. And most importantly, how do we do it intentionally to design and create a blueprint for the life that we're trying to create? How do we take something like the managing of time and apply that to the use of our work in progress report that it can serve us and help us become aware of the state of things for ourselves? How do we create a plan around time so we can actually measure our progress with regard to it? How will we know how we're doing? How will we be alerted when things are not going to plan so we can address it and correct what's necessary? Well, the only way to create a plan for anything is to start with the facts. That's where I like to start. Let's get the facts down. Let's talk about data here. The truth is indisputable. Let's begin there. I can think of six facts to keep in mind around time right now. Okay. One, we all have 24 hours in a day. True fact. Yes. All is in no matter what your race, your religion, your culture, your living arrangements, your your sexual orientation, your age, whatever you are, it's still 24 hours. It, that is 1,440 minutes in a day. We all have the same. Okay, that's true fact number one. Number two, time passes at the same rate for all of us, no matter what is happening or what we are doing, Correct. We know that's true. It doesn't always feel true all the time. Like sometimes when we're starving and waiting for the meal at the restaurant to get to the table, it feels like a million years have passed before it comes. Like we're waiting, tick tock, tick tock. And then other times, like when we're on vacation, the time seems to pass in a blink. It feels that way and it feels very true, but it's not factual. It's just what we are feeling based on the thoughts we're having about it. Number three, it is impossible to steal hours from anyone else or bribe them from someone else. We can't give away our hours. We can't buy more hours, right? We can't buy it. We can't steal it. We can't bribe. We can't give it away. Number four, all of that means by default that it's also impossible to lose them or have them stolen from us or have them be hijacked or ruined or affected or anything else by someone else or something else, correct? I know, isn't it fun to go through this process? And number five is we all have a choice and free will to decide what we want to do and what we don't want to do without exception. We don't have to do anything like no matter what, no matter what your government is, no matter what the rules are, no matter what the way is that you're supposed to act in a certain thing or whatever, you still get to choose if you want to or not. This is true. It's a fact. So this means, number six, we get to choose at our free will anything we want, absolutely anything. You do not have to get up in the morning if you don't want to. 
You can stay in bed all day. You can. So now that we have all the facts on the table that we have to work with, what does this mean in terms of how we want to create a strategy for ourselves? What does this mean as far as making the best strategic decisions to create a forecast or a plan with specific expectations or results that we can achieve because of all of those facts? Well, I choose to think that this is the very best news ever. I have the same exact amount of time to do things as everyone else, every celebrity, every person who's ever created a business, everybody who's ever built a home, everybody who has children and takes them to school, every CEO, every surfer at the beach, every Ironman competitor, everyone. I get to have all the responsibility and all the control over what I want to do with it. And that is crazy powerful to me. I mean, think about it. We can actually do whatever we want. We can actually create anything we want. Truly. You get to decide. Do you want to create? Do you want to consume? Do you want to achieve? And if so, what do you want to achieve? Is it health or fitness? Is it creativity or is it professional? Or is it a combination of all of those things? Or maybe the list is long and you want to do it all at some point. There's not a wrong answer or a right one. I have a friend who always says to me, you can do it all. You just can't do it all at the exact same time. Okay, I can get my head around that. So if that's the case, what's the plan? What comes first and then what comes later? What are the order of things? How do I want to lay this out? This is where all the crazy fun begins. So let's talk about the plan. How do we come up with a plan? It's no different than a business plan. It requires a little bit of strategy, some objectives, a deadline, and some direction. So what are yours? Well, one, what's the most important to you? What are the three most important top priorities in this season of your life? Be very specific. Outline for yourself the most important, not because the other things are not important, but because you know that right now, this is what is important right now. What are the priorities you choose to include on your list at this time right now? What are your goals and dreams with regard to all of those? And where do you want to go? Now, some of the most common categories might be career, financial, spiritual, physical, intellectual, family and social, or some of your relationships. But let's get specific. Here's some examples in a few of these categories that I think are most common and that I hear and know. So under health, do you want to choose a healthier diet for yourself to reduce medications that you're on or symptoms of an illness or a challenge that you're having? Do you want to lose 25 pounds to stay active and keep up with your kids? Do you want to create a stronger relationship with your spouse or your friends? Maybe dedicate and commit to your spiritual practice five times per week this year? Do you want to buy your first home or a vacation home? Do you want to earn $100,000? Or do you want to earn a million dollars? Like that's how we begin the framework of the plan. Identifying the goal allows you to move to the next step. And the next step is identify when you would like to achieve that goal and all the things that need to happen, each milestone toward accomplishing it, meaning break it down. What are the things? Number three, identify all the obstacles that you know will be in the way. You may not know all of them right now. That's okay. But the ones that you know, like you don't know how to do a certain thing. You don't know how to actually begin a particular part of the project or a task, something very specific. Just outline that, write it down. Those are the obstacles that are going to be in the way. And then number four, create a plan to overcome those milestones. Now we're going to map out the plan 
This is number five. Map out your plan for this to happen. And ta-da, you now have a plan. Congratulations. Now you have something that creates momentum and a target. You know where you're going now. We have a blueprint for what this looks like. Because that's number six. You now have a clear structure, the framework, an objective, the deliverables, and the deadlines involved for the expected results. That, my friend, is a blueprint. It's a business plan, so to speak, for your life. Now, since we're all a work in progress, and because we're very familiar with how plans can go sometimes, now the work really begins. The execution, right? Putting it all into action. But the first part's so valuable. Now, as a reminder, when we have a work in progress, which by definition is an asset that is underway and is intended to be put to use and generate revenue at some point in the future for us, meaning the payoff is later by definition for everyone, then we also know that tracking the progress is the key to ensuring that the plan is successful, right? And that we are going to get the payoff, the result, the return. So when we run our quote unquote red flag report on things, what will we see? We're likely going to see the times when the things don't go as planned. We'll see when there's a stall or a pause in progress. There might be a problem that's caused an unforeseen delay, right? We're familiar with that. Some kind of a holdup, a distraction, a detour, a mistake, a misstep. Something we couldn't have anticipated. This is not uncommon. We all know the drill. We don't panic when that happens. There's usually a good explanation for what has occurred. We just get the opportunity to become aware of what's occurring and then learn from it, then decide how to proceed. Can we get it back on track easily? Or do we need to interject a bigger change in order to ensure that we make the adjustments that are necessary? Another red flag that may occur, one that's common and expected, by the way, is that when the time comes to tackle one of those planned obstacles or projects, that maybe we just now don't really want to do it in the moment. When the time comes, not really feeling like that. That's totally fine. As a work in progress, we're learning that this process is normal and it's not wanting to do some of the things that's fully expected. When it happens, we get to decide that our plan is far more important and valuable to us than the comfort of choosing not to tackle it. And we just need to do it anyway. There are going to be things and parts of getting there that aren't fun, that aren't what we feel like doing, that don't look nearly as enticing as laying on the couch, eating the snack anyway, checking emails instead of doing the project, like anything but doing the project, right? So no matter what comes up, we have the ability to make determinations logically and strategically for what makes the most sense. But in the moment, that is not how we're going to be thinking. Our best strategic and logical thinking is not occurring when we want to pull away, when we have the urge to do something else. And that's okay. Just know that's going to happen and know that we need to trust our most strategic and logical self in that moment and not the primitive ways that we just want to stay in our comfort zone and stay comfortable and not pursue. It's okay. It's totally normal. So red flag delays on production. Let's say that something takes longer than expected or planned. Can we make up the time elsewhere? Or will the plan and the timeline need to be adjusted? Just making decisions on that. Very logical. Is this something that's a fluke and unlikely to ever happen again? Or do we need to make adjustments? How do we learn from what is happening and what needs to happen as a result? Realistically, so we can plan accordingly so that we don't set ourselves up for failure or continue to stay behind. And the most common red flag you'll find is this one. When something else comes up that tries to pull you away or distract you from the plan 
or even tell you that that plan isn't really a good one anyway, and maybe you need to change it. So common. It happens all the time. I know that you've had this happen to you. I know I've had this happen to me. It happens all the time. And you can, of course, choose to allow your plan to be derailed by this one. As you said, you don't have to do anything. You can make any choice you wish. And when you do, your plan will be affected in some way. You get to choose whether to pay attention to that little red flag that's waving over there or shiny object or squirrel running up the tree. Or do you want to learn from it and stay the course anyway and allow the plan to be impacted positively or negatively? Like, how do you want to impact your plan right now in your most strategic mind? And you choose to make that choice and impact your plan and set some rules for yourself about what's going to be required. What are the rules around this? When am I going to make exceptions? What things are not okay? Do I like that decision? Respecting the plan for your life as much as you would your business plan or someone else's business plan. It's something that has been created outside of you and requires attention and maintenance for its survival. You created this plan. It's a real thing. It's a living thing. Make decisions for your life plan that are aligned with your highest priorities and values. Make those decisions with wisdom and strategy for the best interests of the plan. Be responsible to the plan. Be accountable to that plan. Now, our red flags allow us to learn from this, to adjust for the next plan we make for ourselves. We need to trust these reports and these flags to serve us really well so that we can make adjustments, we can learn. Learning, tweaking, adjusting, repeat. That is a work in progress. That's who we are. That's how we will successfully create our lives. We are hyper-focused on time management in the Strive Leadership community. It is what we talk about each and every day because time is our most valuable asset. It's what allows us to create everything that we want. So we focused on this work in progress aspect of ourselves. The value of the asset we have created pays us over and over and over again. And we'd love for you to join us in our community as we evaluate our red flags learn from them, honor our time, and create anything we want for our lives. So let's do this. I hope I'm going to see you inside the community. Come check us out. For more ways to keep your work in progress in check, visit strivecoachingstudio.com.